Howdy folks, ho ho ho, and welcome to a very festive edition of Dead Pit Radio. I'm the Creepy Merry Kentucky. Merry Christmas, you old bitches. Hi, I'm Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill's returned. It's that time when we sat down and have a nice lengthy conversation about all things that are going on in the world of horror and pop culture. Yeah, we definitely got to add pop culture to that because if it's just horror, there ain't jack shit going on. Yeah, that's true. But there's a lot going on in pop culture, and uh, it's a big weekend. The farce yeah, I awakens. I don't think that anybody could ever talk about anything else as a main story other than fucking Star Wars that was talking about movies because this is the most insane shit I've ever been uh, accustomed to seeing here. Yeah. Yeah, you've got these cyber terrorists spoiling the movie for people now online. It's, it's the worst thing I can think of besides, you know, molesting babies. It's almost as bad. So, like, I don't know what, like, how you saw it or whatever, but if you're on the Internet in any way, really, like on any kind of social media, you're going to fucking see it because here's what they're doing. Any kind of, like, big site, any big website, you know, any big thing that's on any of these social media sites, on the comments... <laughs> And, and things like that, there are like tons of people that are just posting spoilers to the fucking movie. Yeah, just like one line spoilers yeah. that will, you know, and I, it's not like you were even looking for this shit. No. Like, it's just in a post on Facebook and you've got somebody responding, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but, um, you know. Unfortunately, we live in a world today where people just, I don't know, they just enjoy ruining you know uh, people's fun at the movies and and i don't know how this got out so early i guess somebody had spread the word at the premiere a couple of days ago or whenever they did it and uh you know it was kind of kind of spread like wildfire and you see it everywhere now so there was somebody that even one of my posts which was uh like, they had this app where you could go back and find your very first Facebook image, and I posted that today. First thing I posted on Facebook all week, because I've had a fucking crazy-ass week. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just responded with the spoiler um, in that post for no reason at all. But, yeah, I mean, that's Really? How, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's how people, that's... like, I don't even know who the fucking guy was. Schneeberger actually texted me about it, and I'm like, I don't. I, I, he thought it was Cody LL who used to call into the show all the time. As far as I know, Cody LL doesn't have a Facebook, and that's not him. I can guarantee you that. I don't know who it was. A dude named I'm not going to tell you his name. He's, his first name's Cody though. Um, and uh, yeah, I have no idea, you know, who that dude is. But he he enjoys spoiling the. Uh, the new Star Wars movie to everyone on Facebook, though it's one of his favorite pastimes. Well, I mean, here's what I was thinking earlier, though, with all this stuff too. It's nice and everything to have a M Night Shyamalan kind of fucking ending, or, or you know, big shock or whatever. But really, that's not why I was going to go see the film anyway. Like, I it, there's not one thing that makes any particular film, unless it's the Crying Game or something like that. Like for fucking, you know. Where like the whole movie is based around one particular thing, and and the rest no, of the movie but it's, is completely pointless. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of shitty for somebody to. It's more than one person, obviously, but for people to, 
just, I don't know, get off on that. It's kind of like, I mentioned this before we started recording, it's kind of like the new prank call, the way more, you know, uh, I don't know, it seems like it's way more uh, hurtful to the fan or whatever. If they were looking forward to this movie for what, however long, two and a half, three years since they first announced they were going to do it, it's kind of shitty. It's a shitty thing to do. I mean, I'm not going to. Say that uh, it does take the whole idea of like uh, trolling to to a whole other level. I have to say, like, because a lot of people take this shit really, really seriously. And I've always been a fan of Star Wars, and since I was probably sixteen or seventeen, I've always liked the movies. When I saw the the trilogy and everything, and watched it over and over and over again for for a while there when I was uh, when I was in high school. Yeah, in between your uh, you know midget porn. Right, so. right. I mean, you had to. Admit, we didn't even have midget porn back then, man. Let's be honest. I didn't fucking come around to the internet. Like back when we were in high school, we yeah, had, you had like the tranny porn then. Tranny porn, yeah. Right. That was the most hardcore we got. But like, I love the movies and everything. I get it. I don't like the fucking prequels. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I hate every one of those movies. But I like the uh, the original trilogy. I just don't like. Even though I saw it and everything, it really didn't bother me. At all, to be honest, like I just want to see the fucking movie. Like I'm not concerned about one particular thing or the other happening in the movie. Like it is shitty that that people do that. It's even shittier that people take movies like that so seriously that 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 will like be the end of their world. I'm sure. But yeah. You you can't take anything like that seriously nowadays. Yeah, I do really want to see the movie, but at the same time, like I was talking to you and I was talking to. Schneeberger earlier, you know, it's not really that fun to just go if nobody else, you know, I know you're going to see it, but you're going to see it with, uh, your girlfriend's actually a fan of the Star Wars movies, so. Yeah. But like, I would be going, nobody I really go to movies with typically even knows the Star Wars movies. My girlfriend, or my wife now has never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Are you fucking kidding? No. She's never seen any of them. God damn it. And, um, you know, I, I, I just want to know how you, like, made it through life without ever seeing any of those fucking movies. Man, most girls don't watch Star Wars, though. Think about it. Yeah, I think Star Wars must be the movie equivalent of Rush. Like, no, <laughs> no woman ever listens to Rush. Well, I, honestly, though, like, there's not, I don't really know. Think, think about it. How many women actually like Star Wars? That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like I a sausage. sci-fi in general, man. Like, yeah, that's like a, Star Trek, Star Wars. There's not, not a lot of women that watch any of that shit, I don't think. Yeah. I think like a lot of people that have never seen those movies just automatically think they lump Star Trek and Star Wars just together. as like, and it is kind of nerdy, you know, but I, honestly, like those first three movies are, I, when I'm talking about, I'm talking about the original, you know, New Hope or whatever, before it was a New Hope. The, the first three Star Wars movies that was made. Yeah, we nope. had this conversation, uh, uh, me and, uh, Vanny had this conversation because she was like, uh, I want to have a marathon and watch all the movies again. And I was like, all right, we'll, uh, we'll watch the last one. She was like, well, what do you mean the last? I was like, don't even fucking start that shit. When I say the last one, I mean the fucking Return of the Jedi. I don't mean anything to do with the fucking prequels. Like, right. I understand. That that's the actual like last movie that was made, but I hate it when people do that shit. Like, oh god, which one is the you know last one or whatever? You know, what's no, I'd like to just pretend like the prequels didn't exist. You know what's funny though too? 
We'll talk about Star Wars, because what episode would you not want? I mean, of Dead Pit, this should be the episode to fucking talk about Star Wars. <clears throat> okay, the thing about the prequels that was so funny, and I saw, there's all kinds of shit being posted on online about Star Wars over the last, God, fucking year. And you, you can't go in any store. It don't, even the fucking dollar store has Star Wars shit. Yeah, it does. Right. Like oh. everywhere. But like online, there was one video that I watched that was fucking hilarious because, you know, you've got all these news broadcasts now, people talking about those tickets for Star Wars selling out everywhere, whatever. And back in 1999, when episode one came out, it was very similar. People, people were excited. You know, very, in very similar ways. Well, there was a collection of clips from fans that unanimously loved episode one when it came out in 99. And you need to look for this on YouTube. It is freak. I think there might have been one dude that was, that didn't like it, but everyone else was like, Oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to see it again tomorrow. You know? Yeah, I think at that. <laughs> At that point in time, they could have filmed somebody taking a shit, and it would like people loved it. If they were so hyped up for that movie, like yeah, it was insane. And it was very similar hype to you know this movie, or even more, I wonder, more though, so. Man, really, like, back then, do you remember? Here's one thing I don't remember: like when that movie came out, when Episode One came out, what were the reviews like? I have no that? idea. No idea. Because this pretty much unanimously, people have loved this movie in the reviews that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like Variety, New York Times, fucking uh, Ebert Roper, all the big, the big name ones that review movies and things like that. Right. No, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing that uh, probably didn't get good reviews. But you know, looking back at the Star Wars, those prequels and stuff, I honestly think that Episode One of the prequels was the best movie. <laughs> I don't even remember, honestly. Like, I remember I watched all those movies once or twice. Like, maybe I watched the second two twice. So you should definitely, yeah. If you're going to do a true marathon, you've got to put up with it, man. You've got to watch them. They're just fucking awful, though. I can't. But I think, though, like, um, one of the big reasons I thought, and not that any of them were really good, because they obviously weren't very good, but the episode one, like it was filmed in the same, um, like the same desert and stuff that was Tatooine or whatever. And, um, it was the last, like the rest of them were shot entirely on blue screen. Yeah. Two and, or, yeah, yeah, two were, yeah and three. I remember that. And episode one at least felt like a Star Wars movie. It, it was a shitty Star Wars movie. But I thought it had some cool stuff in it. I thought that the uh, pod race scene was cool, and um, I just liked the look of the. It looked like a Star Wars movie. Now the other ones didn't. The other two. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to go back and watch it. It's been forever since I've seen that fucking movie. But I would. Uh, I've got till Saturday because we don't go to see it until Saturday to watch it. So uh, I'll go back and and probably try to do a marathon of the whole thing. Even though I've seen the. I've seen four, five, and six like a million times. Yeah. There's you, no way I'd forget them. Really. Do you have the Blu-ray box set? Yeah. Yeah, I well, do actually have the... Uh, that's the only way to watch them, by God. Box set up here. That's uh, one movie that, by the way, um, 
I don't think until recently it wasn't available like uh, Voodoo and things like that, was it? No, not until what it was. I don't know. They had like a promotion. I don't know how many years ago it was, or what months months ago, not years ago. So yeah, they're on Voodoo too, but you got to pay probably more than the Blu-ray to watch them on Voodoo. So yeah, yeah. So no, no, no. Though, do you remember uh, what was the first one you saw? The first one I saw, I yeah. actually like. Uh, funny thing is, I didn't really get into them until probably I was nineteen, twenty years old. I didn't start watching them right right when like all the hype died down from episode one, because um, I just I wasn't really ever big into sci-fi movies anyway. And Star Wars, though, it really wasn't what I thought it would be when I watched it. And I really got into them. Like, I think I watched them on Laserdisc. Like, I watched mm-hmm. uh, the original trilogy on Laserdisc back in the day. I'd get most of those movies that I was curious about on Laser because they were basically giving them away back then. And um ended up watching them all in the order that they were uh made. Even the prequels and stuff, so... I'm going to go uh, a little bit old school on you. I don't know if you remember this or not. Like, uh, they had, when I was, it had to be 96 or 97, so I would have been 16, 17 years old. So first I had the VHS box set that was like, one of them had Darth Vader on the front of it. Like, it was silver, and it was like one of those pull-out sets that had Darth Vader on it. Uh-huh. So... Then the one that I remember the most, which I believe was DVD, although it might have been VHS, I can't remember. It had like a holographic cover on it of the first movie, like the poster from the first movie. It was a blue or a bluish, like pull-apart kind of set that had all the movies in it. On the front of it was like a hologram of the poster for Star Wars. And it had booklets and shit in it and things like that, too. I think that was the DVD set. It might have also been like a VHS set. But that was the one that uh, I watched the most of all of them. And I watched, I'm pretty sure I saw Empire Strikes Back first. I don't think I saw fucking Star Wars first. I didn't start it in any kind of particular order. I must have caught like Empire Strikes Back before you know, uh, all the rest of them. A lot of people may not realize... When episode one, like, that was just gigantic when that fucking come out. Like, I mean, say what you want to about the movie, but holy shit. People went Oh, yeah. I mean, this shit was everywhere. They had promotional stuff everywhere. Walmart, Taco Bell had episode one cups, and I don't know how many other, I can't remember, everywhere shit. And there was a big uproar because when the movie came out, of course, back then, you know, nine in the in I guess it was the you know holidays, nineteen ninety nine, is when it came out to home video, right? Yeah. Motherfucker never came out on DVD until man, I can't remember exactly what year, but I know it was at least two or three years after the movie was. I think it was when episode two was was uh, coming to theaters. Uh-huh. And people were bitching like a motherfucker, wondering why, because the DVD at this time was already, you know, in most homes. It was, in 99, it was, it had been out for a couple of years. Most, um video files had that shit. And I can remember 
they released a laser disc of episode one in Japan. And that motherfucking thing was going for $150-$200 on eBay back then. And even the original trilogy on DVD didn't come out until, I think, 2004 on DVD. Wow, I didn't remember that being that late. Yeah, it, it like took forever just because George Lucas is a douche, honestly. Yeah, I is. mean, about stuff like that. Um. And I love that documentary, The People versus George Lucas. It's on, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but man, that, that's an awesome documentary if you've never seen that. No, I've never watched it. It's oh, on Netflix right now? I think it, I mean, that's where I watched it. That's a hilarious, that would be a good one to watch around this time, too. It's basically about uh, George Lucas's douchery. Yeah, he's definitely the biggest douche ever. Yeah. One of the funniest things about this movie was, is that they basically weren't, they didn't want anything to do with him. Like, they didn't want him involved in it, really. Yeah. Well, which, which is, is good. the smartest thing they did, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely good. I think, uh, you know, the one thing that Disney did for sure is they made Star Wars cool again. And they put Star Wars stuff, like I said, everywhere. I mean, in, like, dollar stores, even, like we were saying. And they have them in every clothing store. Star Wars clothes. Everywhere, you know, pajamas, all kinds of different types well, of toys. Well, the marketing is, I mean, since fucking uh, Phantom Menace, the marketing has just been insane. Dude, the craziest Star Wars thing I've seen, though, there's a couple of crazy ones, and I could probably, I should have just had a, you know, a, a list that I made in this one, I think it was Kohl's. <clears throat> I'm not shitting you, they had a Darth Vader uh, humidifier. What the fuck? Did it look like the helmet or something? Yeah, it was the helmet. <laughs> oh, shit. It was a Darth Vader humidifier. I saw Star Wars pizza cutter. Hell, yeah. I mean, Hell just like random, like all kinds of shit. So, Disney's definitely, they marketed the hell out of... That That company is, is so great at marketing and just thinking of shit that I'm sure George Lucas in a million years never would have thought of. That's true. And uh only thing I'm waiting on though, and you know it's coming, is the uh the the proper Blu ray set of uh the theatrical versions of uh you know the original trilogy. So, I suspect that they will put that out when that movie comes out on uh Blu ray. When the I mean yeah. the Force Awakens. I mean if they out. really w- I think if they really want to do it right, I would do <clears throat> some sort of special packaging and include you know, because the new set of movies is going to be yet another trilogy, so you don't want to put that in in there. And right. you want to—I would separate the prequel trilogy on its own too, because you know they're re-releasing that bullshit. Uh, and do the uh, do the original trilogy all just release them in three different sets? That's how I would do it. That'd probably be the best thing to do because it would kind of uh, appease everybody. Yeah, and, and you could even make them look like. Um, you know, just different, um, like encyclopedia books or something like that. Do like a book thing, and they could, if somebody wanted to buy all three of them, they would look look nice together or whatever else. Make it classy, baby. Let me ask you. So you got six movies right now. Uh, which one would be your pick? Oh, my favorite. Yeah, my favorite's the original. And really? I, I, yeah, it's always. 
just because it um it seemed with the original that there was never um it was not a trilogy it was just one good movie i mean and it, that was all he wanted to make like that was george lucas's dream project right and later on he would add like episode whatever and but that wasn't originally in the movie you know and i'm hoping to god when they uh do that proper box set that they do it like you saw it in 1977 in the theater mm-hmm. because it wasn't originally supposed to be a trilogy anyway so that was that was always my favorite one i hope reason. they had all that shit in there that uh george lucas added though that was awesome yeah where they put the the thing at the end that has all the ghosts and shit Right. And then they have the, uh, have, uh, fucking, uh. Hayden Christensen's ass. Hayden Christensen, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, also the part that. where you got, uh, right. Han Solo walking around with, uh, what's that fucking thing's name? Jabba. Jabba, yeah. Man, that shit was horrible. Like, you can look that shit up on, they didn't even, like, they took that scene out, but you can see it on the VHS. They have, like, somebody ripped it on a VHS. How horrible that shit looked. And they included that. On a, I mean, even if it was a VHS, it looked so horrible. So, but I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking this will be, uh, this will make up for it though. From everything I've heard, this will probably be the thing that makes up for the last three. Yeah, I would love to revisit all those. I mean, even the prequels, but I just don't have time. I mean, I'm so fucking worn out now after. And I'm getting, trying to get used to this new work schedule, which is going to be changed at some point, unfortunately. So. What do you mean? Well, I mean, uh, training schedule right now is eight to, uh, five. But whenever I move, um, to, you know, my shift is going to be 10 to seven whenever I'm Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're training like a regular day job shifts, aren't you? Yeah. But I just, I feel, you know, by the time I'm off from work, I just don't feel like watching nothing. Not even wrestling hard. I feel I almost fell asleep on Roman Reigns winning the uh, WWE title on Raw. I know, man. Like I don't know how you could fall asleep on that. Yeah. That was exciting as I hell. I like to believe that. Man, okay. I was going to ask you about that anyway. That's a good segue. Star Wars is great and everything, but uh, we've got to talk about Norman Reigns. Norman Reigns. Okay, you give me your give me your thoughts. I know you read up on this shit and stuff online anyway. Like, what uh, what's the situation with that? Why did he fucking win that on Raw? That's just not a very, I have uh, no clue. Like, I actually I usually keep up on it and I usually listen to other podcasts and stuff like that, but I haven't. I don't know. Maybe um, I really don't know where the fuck you go because I would think that they would be holding. I was thinking they were holding Roman Reigns out for WrestleMania, but. Maybe they're thinking, you know, they got such a smart crowd that attends WrestleMania, and if he wins the title there, he's going to get booed out of the damn arena. That's definitely true. So, I don't know. I have no idea where they go. <laughs> you know, I Do don't even think, think though, they know. I had this, I had this thought. I was wondering if you, if you thought this or if you think there's something else. So they let him win on, Monday Night Raw, which is unheard of really nowadays. Yeah, they don't have title changes, especially world title changes on Raw very often at all. This is the first one in at least three or four years. 
Yeah, so is that is is it more of a thing where they got scared about the ratings, or do you think they got scared about Sheamus, like him holding the title? Like, I just get the impression that they were they didn't want to keep that on him anymore. I got, I mean, I honestly get the impression that they're booking that show from week to week, and they really don't have any long term plans at all. And it's crazy to think that because you got the Royal Rumble coming up. I mean, <clears throat> you've got. Babyface Roman Reigns is the champion, and odds are he's going to keep that belt for, I would say, past the Royal Rumble. So if you keep it past the Royal Rumble, you know he's not going to lose it at fucking Fastlane. No. So he's going to have the championship at WrestleMania. So who do you bring in to win that Royal Rumble that's going to make a match that anybody gives a fuck about? As one of the main events, not the main event, but one of the main events of Mania. I have no idea. I think yeah, that they, uh, that WrestleMania this year, man, if they're thinking they're going to get a hundred thousand people in there, they're fucking retarded. I, I don't see how you can do it, you know, because it's already out there that The Rock probably won't even be able to make an appearance because he's filming some movie. He's definitely not going to be wrestling on that show. Stone Cold's not wrestling. He's out. Mm-hmm. You know, Brock Lesnar will be there, but who the fuck, you know, is he going to win the Royal Rumble and then wrestle uh, Roman Reigns for the title? I don't think anybody really gives a shit about that. I don't see <laughs> yes. that happening. What would they do, man? I don't know. Cena? They going to bring Cena back? Well, Cena evidently is supposed to wrestle Undertaker. And uh, the funny thing about Cena is, is he's kind of wanting to retire almost is what I'm hearing. And if that's the case, that's going to be funnier than hell because you've got all these guys, like Seth Rollins is out for probably another eight or nine months. Randy Orton is pretty much, he, I mean, he's pretty much out until 2017 from what they're saying. Yeah, he's may have to have a serious neck surgery and it may be serious enough where his career is done. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, not for him. I'm just sick to fucking death. Well, I mean, what can you do? He should probably retire. I mean, he's done every damn thing. So, I don't know. I really, I, it's going to be interesting just to see what they throw together because it's going to have to be thrown together. They're going, either that or they're going to have to break, break the bank and spend some serious money to get some, you know, get some special attraction people in there. Now, who that special attraction people could be, I really don't know. I mean, Ronda Rousey's not going to be able to do it. She's still under, like, a UFC contract. She would be a huge special attraction. Right. <clears throat> I'm Maybe thinking... Not as, not as special since you got her ass whipped, but... Yeah, uh, still. The rematch to that's going to probably be one of the most uh, watched UFC matches ever, whenever that happens. Oh, hell yeah, it will be. Um, So I would say you got to bring either... I, the only person I can think of to bring in, and it's funny that I'm saying this because I always hated this dude, would be Goldberg for a match. Now, I don't know if he would be interested in doing it. I know that he could do it. I know he's in shape. I've seen him recently. You know, he doesn't look different. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to pick somebody like that, man, you know? Yeah. Because we were thinking, like, last year I was thinking, well, fuck, Austin's going to have his last match. You know, that's that's, that's what they're going to the do. No. He's pretty much said, no, he's not, he's not doing it. He's not feeling it. So, and The Rock can't do it. And I don't know what you do. I really don't. I mean, they, maybe they'll surprise us and 
book something insane. But, it's a uh, weird kind of uh, uh, what would you call it? Like a storm of the perfect kind of the perfect storm of events that's happened because you know they got rid of Hogan. They can't do anything with Hogan at all. Yeah, Hogan. Hogan don't all, like black know, people, brother. Orton is injured. Cena's like off doing whatever he's doing. Uh, Rollins injured. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's like everything happened to them at one time, where they you can't really bring anybody in that would have any kind of impact. And some of these shows. And the thing that sucks is, is they have to do that because all their young talent they make look like fucking jabronis. They really do. Like, look at how well they originally brought Kevin Owens in there, and what they're doing with him now. You know. And Dean Ambrose lost to Roman Reigns like he was fucking Dwayne Gill in 1993 or something in the Survivor Series. <laughs> Dwayne Gill. I mean, he like it was, a, it was a damn squash match. Yep. So I don't know what to do. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see. Well, they've had so many different people that could have been pushed, uh, you know, up the ranks and stuff. They've completely just kind of pushed off to the side and they, they'll bring people in like fucking Alberto Del Rio like I, I hey, alright let me get this straight about him okay as far as I can tell his only gimmick is he's fucking Mexican is that right that's his gimmick right yeah he that's like, it that's not really a gimmick is it that's just like a fact but they don't do anything with him he's just he comes out there and he's Mexican I know right? they evidently paid him quite a Quite a bit of money to be a Mexican. Yeah, that's great so. and everything that he is Mexican, but it doesn't really draw, does it? No, I just think like, man, they they get these people like they got Alberto Del Rio back. They needed a fresh face or whatever, but they have no idea what to do with the damn guy. It's not his fault. I don't think it's any of these guys' faults. And people shit on Roman Reigns so much, not because you know uh, he's Roman Reigns. It's the fact that. He had a character that worked with the shield. He was this <coughs> silent, badass guy that never smiled. It was just an ass kicker. And they turned him into Cena. Somebody wouldn't Cena. Somebody wouldn't Cena. That's what they turned him into. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's grinning, trying to say these, you know, line, these wisecrack lines. And he's just shitty now. You know, it has been for the last year and a half or so. Well, the thing he doesn't get, I guess the WWE doesn't get either, is that shit didn't even really work for Cena. Like when he tried to do it, it damn sure doesn't work for uh, Roman Reigns, though. Yeah, they try to do like like the tater tots thing. Like that's something that maybe uh, maybe The Rock could have got to work. And they think, well, maybe since he's cousins with the fucking Rock, you know, maybe he can do it. He just doesn't have that kind of charisma, though, man. No, that's what I was saying. Don't. He shouldn't say a fucking word, and he should never smile. <laughs> he right. should. Okay, because look at it like this. He is a good-looking guy. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, he's like, girls like him. Oh, yeah, I think I he's hotter. Him. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah you, Uncle Bill blow him. Uh, okay. <laughs> no doubt. The guys, automatically, if he grins, and act, the guys are going to fucking hate him. Automatically, it don't matter how good he is, if he's good. And I honestly think he's not that bad in the ring, you know, for for the experience. He's only wrestled, for, he's only been wrestling for maybe six months longer than he's been in WWE. I don't know if you realize that or not. 
but he's not been wrestling that long. And for his, yeah. for, you know, for the amount of time he's been there, he's, he's pretty good, I think. But it's just his fucking character is just so like, it's just not him, obviously. You can tell, you know. And they need, oh, the best thing they could have done to sh- shake things up, Survivor Series, have him turn on Dean Ambrose. They're going to give him the belt, give him the belt as a damn heel. So, but that didn't happen. That's probably never going to happen. I think that probably would have been the best thing they could have done, though. Yeah. And, of course, they ain't going to do it. No. But, I, you know, uh, you, you're right, though. I hadn't thought about it like that, but that's true in terms of when he does the shtick and stuff like that, when he tries to act like that, you can really tell he's not into it. Like, that's not... He, he can't pull it off. Like, it's it, they're trying to force him to do something... Like that has worked in the past on somebody that's just not, it's not the right character. No. He's not the right guy to do it either. No. It's kind of like fucking Randy Orton trying to do it or something. Like it's just not, it just looks odd. But, you know, I mean, yeah, he won the belt. I don't know. I really don't know what, what you do. Who's, who's the lead? Who's the big heel in WWE right now? I get, I mean. Are they gonna do Sheamus, a rematch with fucking Sheamus at Rumble or something? Like. Is Lesnar not even a heel really? Is he? He's like a. No. I don't even know. Yeah, Lesnar should be back by the Rumble for some, I mean, maybe he'll win the Rumble. Maybe they'll do Reigns versus Lesnar again, but. I don't think so. I think you should do something else. We've seen that shit. Okay, okay. Who is, who would be the next biggest heel? Aside from, unfortunately, Sheamus. And Sheamus, they just fucking pushed. He's not really a very good heel. Who would be the next one, then? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Bray Wyatt. I mean, they got them. Yeah, Bray Wyatt lo- loses every damn match, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're locked in that ridiculous shit with ECW. I mean. I, you know, maybe you could do Kevin Owens. Yeah. But he kind of jobbed out to uh, Dean Ambrose, who fucking jobbed out to Roman Reigns. So I don't know. I really, I don't think they know what they're doing, honestly. And I watch it, to be honest with you, I watch it out of habit. That's the only way. I I mean, it's shitty. I was watching it. Yeah, I do too. I was watching it last week, though, and just, uh, did you, the McMahon thing was horrible, man. Like, I was watching that, and I was like, what in the fuck? Not the idea behind it. The idea behind the McMahon thing was fine. It was, I mean, it's probably well needed, but it was the execution of it, where they've just got him, you know, sitting out there, and and you can tell he's like in la-la land or something. He's not even into it. Like, Yeah, I like. think he come out there just to pop, maybe pop the rating a little bit. Or yeah, something. I mean, you can tell there's no real thought behind it. He didn't even know what the hell he's really supposed to be doing. Yeah, they bring all these guys back, like Shawn Michaels and, and Ric Flair, and they brought Stone Cold back. They don't have anything for them to do. When they bring them out there, it's just like, oh, they're going to be out here. They're going to introduce the Undertaker or something. I don't know. It is, uh, it's frustrating, but it is what it is. I hate that I even yeah. give a damn about it, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, you really shouldn't give a damn about it because it's just awful in every way, but for some reason you still do. People still do. It's I mean, not really that hard to book. I mean, I wouldn't think it'd be that hard to book wrestling. You just gotta listen to the crowd. What does the crowd fucking want? And they usually give the crowd the exact opposite of what they want. For some yeah. reason. I, you know, the thing I keep thinking though is if they haven't, it's almost as if they've tried to destroy it 
So if they haven't fucking destroyed it now, man, like I don't know, there's got there's, they got a diehard kind of fan base that's going to hang around no matter what because this is the worst it's been since I can remember, really. Yeah, especially with all these injuries too. So anyway, we should probably take a break. There is a couple of horror news stories we could mention, and I think that will be it. But we do have uh, the uh, I guess around. We could probably do this around the first of, of the year. It's 10-year anniversary of Deadpit, Uncle Bill. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of that. So, yeah, I don't know what we need to do, but we need to do something. Uh, maybe bring a call-ins back for one night only. Yeah, we got to. Uh, you know, maybe bring some familiar faces back if we can get them on. Maybe an, I had an idea for a new interview that we could probably get. If we if we had time, I don't know if I have time to do this shit, but I'm just throwing it out there. <clears throat> so, yeah, that'll be coming up probably early in 2016. I'm thinking January, the, probably the first show of 2016 should be. You know, I really don't know the exact date we recorded the first Dead Pit show. I know it was in late 2015. I think it was like right before New Year's. You mean so, 2005? I mean 2005. Sorry. Yeah. It is late 2015 now, but yeah, uh, but it's crazy that it's been, uh, 10 years. So much has changed in that 10 years. And my God, it has though, hasn't it? I mean, Eli Roth still sucks. That's pretty much the same. That's true. And the horror genre is, it's almost like, you know, we started Dead Pit. It was on the rise, man. And it was getting, like, and not that it was setting the world on fire, but man, you'd have a new horror movie out one or two every damn weekend, it seemed like. It about a, if you think about it, it had about a five year run there where things were pretty amazing in terms of like, you know, people's interest and what was being put out there and stuff. And then it just fucking slowly crashed into the ground, really. Yeah. It's weird how that happened, but, huh? um, but yeah. That'll be coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, we know we've got Christmas next Friday. We probably won't be having a show then. But, uh, you know, we will see. We will see uh, what we can do for some sort of 10-year anniversary. So stay tuned to the uh, Dead Pit Facebook page or, uh, you know, just the Dead Pit website. And uh, we will try to promote those call-ins at least a week ahead of time so we'll let people know when they can call in. Yeah, that'd be a big deal. Like an yeah. anniversary show with call-ins and everything. Try to get some, uh, just maybe get some clips of people and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, so we will see what we can do. But we're going to take a break right now. We do have a couple of horror tidbits to get into. And I mean just a couple, that's all I've got. So we'll talk about that after this break here on Dead Pit. Howdy folks, and I hope you guys are enjoying the brand new Dead Pit Radio website. Full of brand new content and never before heard shows. All the old interviews are back up, but they may not stay up. All of this depends on you guys donate and make sure we can keep the bills paid. Look, let's be honest. 
fuck the ice bucket challenge. If anything, you really need to donate to us. There's a little banner on the right side of the Dead Pit page. Check that out. Give us any type of donation. If it's $5, if it's $5,000, we'll definitely take $5,000. Uncle Bill. I'd take that right now and go buy a new car. Yeah. But what we really need is your support to help us keep this site wonderful and free forever. Yeah, so check it out on the main page, www.deadbit.com. Howdy folks, it's Creepy Kentucky in here. Have you ever seen those ultraviolet or voodoo codes included with the newest DVD or Blu-ray releases? If you're not using them, I can. You can send them to me via email at westvance at gmail.com. That's W-E-S-V-A-N-C-E at gmail.com. Or you can just send me a private message on Facebook. If you want to send me an image or type out the code, either one will work and I would greatly appreciate it. With thousands upon thousands of physical copies in my collection, I simply don't have the space to buy movies anymore. So with the help of you guys, I can see the latest releases without having them take up room at Dead Pit Headquarters. I will accept any movie and any voodoo credit you have, you can email my way. Once again, that's W-E-S-V-A-N-C-E at gmail.com, Vance at gmail.com, or on Facebook, private message me. Thanks guys, and enjoy the rest of the show. You know what, Uncle Bill? Shut your fucking mouth right now. No, I want to talk about FastCustomShirts.com, you shit-eating motherfucker. Who wouldn't want to talk about FastCustomShirts.com? What with all the amazing deals you can get? They have brand new work shirts, Uncle Bill, like I wear. Be a man, Hogan, and wear your work shirt from Fast Custom Shirts. All of your horror t-shirt needs. Your exploitation t-shirt needs, your black exploitation t-shirt needs, hell, they're all in one place at fastcustomshirts.com. Sweatshirts, hoodies, work shirts, and much, much more. Just one click on fastcustomshirts.com and you'll shit your pants. 
So visit www.fastcustomshirts.com. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. It's a boot respect. So, you think you're untouchable? Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is basic thugonomics. Word life. Welcome back to the program. Uh, we were we were just discussing the very limited amount of horror-related stuff that is uh, that is out there right now. Over the years, it seems like yeah. it's dwindled even further down, yeah. down and down since we've been doing the show. But to the point now where every time we look at the news, it's as bare as a fat man's cupboard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I definitely know what you mean there. Uh, yeah, I mean. It, it's 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 tough. I usually said this time of year because this time of year is slow normally, but hell, this whole year's been slow. Yeah, yeah, it has. I was thinking like, you know, what was the last horror film that I went to see in the theaters? And unfortunately, it was fucking The Green Inferno. Yeah, and that was a big piece of shit. So, well, uh, Anchor Bay Entertainment. They actually announced the remake of Pascal Lagier's notorious 2008 French horror film Martyrs to both theaters and digital HD on January the 22nd, 2016. The new Martyrs is directed by Kevin Goetz and Michael Goetz and written by Mark L. Smith. The film stars Troian Belzario and Bailey Noble, baby. And oddly enough, Uncle Bill, we have, I've never watched a screener this way. Uh, if you check the Dead Pit email, they sent us a stream link for this movie. If you oh, watch, hell. If you want to watch it. I don't fancy know. Fancy fucking smancy. Yeah, I don't know how your, you know, connection is over there. If you can stream shit from your computer or what, that's how you have to do it. But anyway, the official synopsis, Martyrs, is the story of 10-year-old Lucy who flees from isolated, from the isolated warehouse where she has been held prisoner. Deeply traumatized, she is plagued by awful night terrors at the orphanage and that takes her in. Her only comfort comes in Anna, a girl her own age. Nearly a decade later, still haunted by demons, Lucy finally tracks down the family that tortured her. And uh, her and Anna move closer to the agonizing truth as they find themselves trapped in a nightmare. If they cannot escape, a martyr's face awaits them. Oh, hell. So, well, piss up a rope. The, uh, the first movie, or the original movie, whatever, is, I've only seen that movie one time, and I had a really, really, it's one of those movies where, it gets you. Yeah, I was really affected by it, to say the least, like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, damn, like, this is... It's one of those movies you just have to really watch one time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I've you watch it, the desire to go back and watch it, to be If honest. you watch it more than one time, the odds are there's probably something wrong with you. <laughs> like, if you if, if after the initial viewing, you're like, let's watch it again. I want to eat me some barbecue chicken while I watch it this time. You invite people over and you guys, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, you can invite people over for some fucking uh, chicken wings and shit, barbecue chicken wings, <laughs> and watch Martyrs on Blu-ray Def. It's not that type of movie, let's just say that. 
Like, it's a type of movie you watch alone, like, by yourself one time underneath a blanket. That's it. Yeah. It feel shameful and get on with your life. It's shameful, Daddy. That's <laughs> what you did. It's shameful. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, though, man, this is the other news story that I heard about this week that was actually, like, caught my attention. And I'm sure it caught your attention, too. There's been a couple of different news sites that have been reporting that uh, Phantasm is going to get a 4K restoration thanks to J.J. Abrams' production company, Bad Robot. He said Abrams cited the film as a, his inspiration for naming uh, Gwendolyn Christie's Star Wars character Fat, Phasma? Phasma? Really? Goddamn. Phasma. Phasma, my God. Phasma, daddy. <laughs> that devil is Biff Phasma. Phasma. Oh, God. Let me tell you something, Phasma. You bring everything <laughs> you got, baby, to the Tupelo Civic Center, if you will. And I'll draw that line in the sand, Phasma, and I dare you to cross that bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Line in the sand, Phasma. <laughs> Tully, time, Phasma. <laughs> I tell you and Tully Blanchard. By God, I got that line drawn for you. So fuck you if you think you can cross it. Phasma Bell. That's horrible. But at least, uh, it looks like there's going to be a restoration of Phantasm now. About damn time. Okay. I'll never understand this. Don Coscarelli. Yeah. What? What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I honestly, I, you know, and I love the Phantasm movies. I don't want to see Phantasm Ravager. I don't want to see it. I watch it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm sure it'll suck. Like, I, after watching John dies at the end, yeah. I have lost all hope that Don Coscarelli or anything <laughs> he's associated with is ever going to be worth a fuck, like his new stuff. He's just, man, John Cross really seems to be like one of those guys. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but we've run into, like, a couple of directors like that. Uh, he's just one of those guys that, like, he's odd and just seems to be, like, I don't know if he, that he doesn't want to do things for the fans, but he's obsessed yeah. with the movie. He's almost like George Lucas. Yes, that's what he's like. And, and there's a couple people like that, that take themselves way too fucking seriously in their movies, yeah. way too seriously. Do you, like, it's do, a good movie and everything, but God. Do you realize, in four months, I think, Blu-ray will be nine years old. I did not realize It's been that. out for nine fucking years, and we have not got any of the Phantasm movies aside from part two, which he didn't even have control over on Blu-ray. Right. None of them. Does he think he can sit on this shit forever? Because pretty soon, man, I don't, I mean, hell, it's, it's already upon us. The next format is going to be the norm. You've missed the boat on classic, the original classic phantasm on Blu-ray. Never been out. You've got fucking, uh, holy shit, you've got Terror Circus out on fucking Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Death Spa. <laughs> it's got a 4K fucking... Death Spa's got a 4K <laughs> transfer. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Yeah. Think about that shit. 
You know, just before, I love just before, just before Don's out on Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, he's one of those guys, like, he cuts his nose off to spite his face. He really does. Like, he's just, yeah, you know, he could have made a ton of money on the Blu-rays of any of those movies, really, at one time, when yeah. Shout Factor was releasing everything in the fucking world. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about him. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I like the guy. He was very nice. Odd dude. He's yeah, he's a little strange, but he's nice, you know. And I love the other Phantasm guys. Like okay, and we'll talk about our experiences with him. Bill Thornbury, who you know, I never got to meet until just a couple months ago. I love his character in the first movie. He he's there for the money. Bill Thornbury was. He don't give a shit. Okay, and that's fine. He didn't act like he gave a shit really. Uh, Michael Baldwin is the same fucking way. Maybe even a little bit worse. I think he is worse because yeah. he's the type of person like that. Uh, he was going around telling people that they should charge more money and all this stuff because he was, and he was charging more than even like the more popular. Yeah, but people there. Let me tell you something. Reggie is fucking killer. Reggie's a man. Yeah, I mean, he's the man in the fucking movie, and he's the man in real life. He man. really is. Like he, if you ever see him at a convention, he's Reggie. That's what I like. I mean, he is, he wasn't, he wasn't an act. You know. Angus Scrim, by the way, Angus Scrim, if I might say, as being one of the other Phantasm people, like, amazing. Yeah. Stand up guy, super nice guy. Yeah. No, you know, no problem, no attitude, no nothing, like. No, we got, yeah, we got a great interview with him that we did years ago. Just awesome. Reggie, too. Reggie was awesome with us. Yeah. So, Don Coscarelli told us, or he told me, he said, whenever Ravager comes out, just send me another email. I'll do an interview with you. So, we will see. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, that's what I think, too. But we will see, Don Coscarelli. How many times, happens. man? <laughs> we tried to get him. Yeah, we tried to get him to interview for that fucking John dies at the end. I, aren't you glad we didn't get him for that? We'd have to act like we liked it. That'd been horrible. I'd actually have not even seen it, which is which is how I wished it would have stayed, actually. <laughs> so, man, that, what's so funny is, is you've got people that really like, oh, I enjoyed that film. How the fuck could you enjoy that? Well, people, some people are deeper than we are, though. Evidently, yeah. yeah I, we just didn't get it. We didn't get it. Stick we didn't understand. fingers up bend them. We didn't get it. We're just poor folk from Cracker Bottom. At least I am. Um, yeah, so fucking... John dies at the end was awful. I don't think there's no doubt about that. But I would have ended up talking to him about Survival Quest if we would have had to interview him around the time that came out. Damn. Yep. Or Beastmaster. Yeah, really. Even though I didn't even really like Beastmaster. <laughs> well, is a piece of shit. But Survival Quest is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. Anyway, Phantasm. Uh, is that movie actually ever going to come out? Like, I haven't heard anything well, about they're, it forever. they're doing the 4K restoration on it. No, no, not Phantasm. I'm talking about Ravager or Rampager or Rampage Jackson or whatever it's called. Oh, no, that piece of shit will probably never come out. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's, what's funny is uh, this, a lot of this stuff, like he told me this stuff with Angus was filmed like six years ago or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the fuck? Are, are they just waiting for Angus, and I hate to say this, but are they waiting for him to die so they can dedicate it to him or something and people can see his final performance? <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know. I have no idea. All I uh, know is, is it looks like shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I actually made the mistake of watching the uh, the trailer for it or whatever, the little teaser thing that they had going there, and that was, yeah, that was enough to make you want to shoot yourself. Yeah, fuck that shit. Looks horrible. All them CGI spheres going everywhere. Did, who thought that was, that looked like some sort of fucking uh, uh, audiovisual project for a high schooler or something. <laughs> it did. Uh, it looks horrible. So let's see if we've got anything else. I don't have nothing else. That's the two I was wanting to discuss. Son of a bitch. That's getting, that's getting hardcore to find anything now. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. Bunch of bullshit. Bunch of bullshit. I, yeah, I didn't see anything else, unfortunately. It's, it, I mean, it's bad this time of year, like I was saying normally, but hell, this year, this whole year's been bad. Yeah. Devil Dog's out on Blu-ray too, Uncle Bill. We can't forget about that. That one's out, and... Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, Phantasm isn't. <laughs> you say Devil Dog? Devil Dog, Hound from Hell. Oh, Jesus. So. Yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. Um, yeah, I was looking at some of this stuff. Ain't nothing really. I mean, yeah. if you look at it, and we're going to... We'll probably talk about this more when we actually do the, the 10th anniversary show and everything. But the trajectory of how it's all kind of gone downhill, man, is it's pretty, it's pretty much like anything else that happens that you, something gets popular and then goes away is this that people just fucking saturated it to the point, talking about horror films and especially like Blu-rays and stuff to the point where you were, you were smothered by it almost. Like you couldn't make heads or tail of you know, things that were coming out, and, and it just got to be too much, and then people just stopped giving a shit. Yeah. Like, Shout Factory, Scream Factory, whatever. Like, at some point, it just it became too much. Well, I I think for for me, like, you know, I honestly, like, as a fan, from a fan's perspective, I'm glad that Scream Factory releases all that stuff, because they're, they're the only people that do it. And, and they take pride in all the releases. But for me, I'm at the point where I have enough Blu-rays and DVDs. I don't, I don't have the space. I don't have any of my movies in my apartment. I've got my voodoo collection. I ain't got room, man. And there has to be some, at some point in time, we're all going to have to say, okay, I've got enough of this. I don't need any more, you know, and that's how it was for me. Like I, I was like, I, most of these Blu-rays, I'm going to watch them one damn time and they're 24, $25. That's a lot to spend on something. If you're just going to watch it once. Yeah. And well, I, I you don't have space. That, like I was saying, I, I think like there has to come some point like and it happened to me with Screen Factory where you're, you, I was going along on the Screen Factory train in the beginning. Like I bought most of their stuff and then it just got to a point where you're like, you're like, yeah, that's coming out. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I could, I, I'd watch that, I guess. But you, you know, it's just one thing right after the other is that you don't have to have it. And there's so much shit that you just lose. Like uh, it did. It becomes too much where you lose the the ability to kind of differentiate between one movie and the other movie. Like what you know, I don't. Know. I just think that they 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 killed everybody with those titles in terms of just trying to push them all on people. 
Yeah. You can do that for a while, and it was great for a while, but just, you know, you get sick of it after. I just even got sick of hearing about them. I don't give a fuck what they got coming out. They got some shit roaches or something, I'm sure, but it's not the Garbage Pail Kids movie came out. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Big restoration project on that one. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I think they really kind of blew their load in the first two years, and uh, now you're getting stuff like Garbage Pail Kids coming out on Blu-ray. I was thinking about this the other day, though, man. I was wondering what you thought about it, too. With the way things are going right now, you know, with uh, streaming and stuff and all these video libraries, these digital libraries and stuff like that, I mean, what about people like Felsher? Right. Because yeah. that's going to end if it hasn't already kind of ended. Well, in I mean, very I, near future. I honestly think if it wasn't for Screen Factory, I don't know if he would be doing that. I mean, I I hope he can do it for a while, you know, for for years and years to come. But I mean, what other studio? I mean, you got Synapse, but they don't really release enough to where he could be making a living doing yeah. that. So I think other than Screen Factory, I mean, that would be it because they're the only. They're pretty much the only game in town. Blue Underground still releases stuff, but it's just old catalog, weird. Like, I got some like H, uh, some Blu-ray Italian porn on Blu-ray uh, the other day, and that's the kind of shit they're releasing. That's Sarah, Sarah was actually excited about some of them though, like that Brazilian, like you know, crazy ass tranny porn. Oh yeah, you gotta yeah. have Brazilian tranny born. Yeah, Sarah enjoys that. Yeah, I thought her favorite was uh, pissing on your feet films. Sarah is into the Golden Shower movies yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, he was mentioning that. She actually just walked in here as well. I started talking about that shit. Uh, I figured as much. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it. We don't really have anything else to discuss. I hope everybody enjoys Star Wars. I'm not going to get to check it out because uh, you don't want to watch it. With you. Oh shit! You bitch the whole time. So, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, everybody, may the force be with you. Hey, like yeah, that's like the redneck. May the force be with you. Yeah, the force be with you. By God, and uh, yeah, keep uh, checking out the website, and we got Twitter and Instagram, and send us some twats. All that stuff. Just dead pit search for it. And, uh, we'll be talking to you about the 10 year anniversary show, which will be happening in a couple of weeks. We'll be doing some special shit for that. I'm excited as hell. We need to get off here and go play with our birds for a while. Yeah. It's time to play with the birds. So we'll be back, uh, probably in a couple of weeks here on the original 10 years and raining. By God, we're coming up on 10 years. Horror talk radio show. It's dead pit. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs>